Yay! So today, yet another episode of the Becoming Cosmic Key podcast. And today we have the amazing Iris Angelis. So over to you, Iris. Let us know where you're from and, and what you do. Um, firstly, I want to say I love Cosmically You, uh, the name of your podcast. It's just like sparked something in me when I when I saw the, the title of it. So thank you for inviting me to be on your show. Uh, you're welcome. Um, so I'm originally from Denmark and I lived in various um, European countries, including the UK. Um, but I've lived in Australia since 97. And I am the author of two books. One of them is Passion to Thrive, which is a women's empowerment book. And the other one I've just recently launched, which is called Your Body is the Portal to Your Soul, which is in exact alignment with where you're at. Mm -hmm. um, and I've created a course to go with it as well. So, um, and I run workshops and um, things like that. Um, pretty, pretty active. Yes. But, yeah. I do want to ask, like, how did you um, come to the knowing about your body being the portal? Uh, so my first job is as a chiropractor and applied kinesiologist. So um, through my work, I and obviously my own life as well, I have observed people's journey back to wellness and the transformations that happen for them. And obviously I had a very active journey of my own as well. And as I have matured and gone through life, I had this realization that the key to being cosmic is actually to be fully embodied and present in our bodies. Um, and in order to do that, we need to listen to what our bodies are trying to tell us so that our bodies can feel well and it feels like a, a nice place to hang out and our bodies can become our traveling companion in that way and our friend and our confidant and our, you know, kind of path realigner. Um, that's what they try to do most of the time. We just, you know, don't want to know or it's too uncomfortable or, you know, we, we deny, but really the joy that can be found in life is if, you know, we can really be present in our bodies and be really present for our lives. And that means embracing everything that life has to offer on a physical level. I, mean, I don't know about you, but when I was little, I was taught that spirituality was all about just sort of heart up and everything from heart down was sort of dirty or undesirable or filthy or shouldn't go there. Um, but I've found that to be completely wrong. Like, I don't think you could be spiritual unless you can actually really embrace everything that physical life has to offer. Mm -hmm. I agree. I always think it's about the combining the 3D um, journey with the metaphysical. I, I see a lot of very, very um, gifted human beings in the collective, right, that kind of just put their hands over their eyes when it comes to 3D. Uh, like you can't have that beautiful connection if you just pretend that what you're seeing isn't happening to you you have to get really honest with yourself right and you have to call well, yourself out on your own bullshit as well at times I <laughs> very true I figure if we wanted perfection we wouldn't have dropped into this body in the first place you mm. know like we're here right now so at soul level we must have made a choice that this was the most conducive exciting brilliant thing that we could do you know otherwise we would have just hovered somewhere else and looked at earth and gone wow they're really going for it down there aren't they so 
<laughs> you know. And uh, like the thing about 3D the, or the, the uh, challenging but also the beautiful thing about 3D is that we get given this polarity, you know, we've get given this wide range of things that are, you know, joyful and the things that are dreadful. And for me, the challenge is to accept everything that is possible. That doesn't mean I should like it. That doesn't mean I condone it. But it means that I accept that these things happen. And I think it's only through that acceptance, it's only through um, being okay with that I can have any emotion any other human being can have or do any behavior any other human being can have. It's only by consciously going okay well there are parts to me that I don't like or don't accept or no not that I don't accept that I don't like or that I um, am I'm a bit afraid of maybe or but I will accept that they're there because that's part of the human experience and I have the potential to uh, you know display these behaviors or feel these emotions and if I am consciously aware that that's the case when the moment comes I can then make a choice is this the most appropriate way to respond or I'm going to choose to, you know, do something else. Mm. Um, like my observation is that those times when I get triggered and I go really unconscious, that's when those nasty things come out in a way that's really unhelpful. Um, so, you know, by actually going, okay, well, I can be that person. It means there's a relaxation there and it means that there's an integration that happens. And then that means I have choice next time that thing arises. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think most people overlook the triggers, don't they? They just see them as a bit to just ignore or whatnot. Or, or maybe it's on that person, the other person, to speak kindly. And I'm like, well, really, if you were grounded, it wouldn't matter what anyone said to you. You'd be able to not be triggered. And I think that's that's where the work is, isn't it? It's not, Such you know. Take, and that's yeah. where what we mean when we say you've got to call yourself on your on your own bullshit because... If you're being triggered, there's something there that needs looking at. It's like a warning light on a car, isn't it? We don't we don't shame our cars when we need oil or petrol. We just go mm. and get that thing that we need. And I think our our bodies are the same. They're just mm. our cars, aren't they? They're our vehicle to navigate this 3D reality. And I think people miss out on the triggers and and all the beautiful stuff that comes with it. And I always say you've got to be you've got to enjoy everything like the good the bad and the ugly and be grateful for all of it because if you want to just focus on the good stuff that's beautiful but it's not giving you the full spectrum and we came here mm. to experience this full spectrum and a lot of us didn't even know what emotions were growing up you know we we, <laughs> we were brought up I spoke to someone this week and she said her only three kind of ways of being were angry sad or asleep like she was <laughs> You know, she oh. wasn't given this spectrum of, of what all these emotions mean. And, and we're we're such emotional, complex beings within that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and emotions are designed to let us know where we're at with anything at any given point in time. So, you know, it, they're just feedback. So mm -hmm. if we can just take it as feedback and go, okay, so right now, my emotional body is telling me, you know, that makes me sad or that makes me angry or that makes me despair or that makes me griefy or that makes me, you know, jealous. What that it's got, it's just information about where I'm at in relationship to anything. So if we can just take that as information instead of attaching labels of good, bad, 
you know, indifferent, desirable, not acceptable, then we we get that information and then and then the emotion just moves through us. Mm. Like, you know, if you don't resist it, it just it just leaves your body as soon as the information's been gathered. Mm. So the problem is when we go, oh, I, I I'm I don't ever get angry. Like it's gonna be this cauldron inside of you and that's gonna explode at times. Mm. Um been there done that you know like that's going to come out at some point in time and it's probably going to come out out of proportion to whatever the trigger is mm. you know when just saying no is enough and there's this and then the poor person at the other end don't know what hit them you know um you were talking before about um i, I like to call them do the triggers healing portals <laughs> it's an invitation to walk through into a more um magnificent more integrated more a whole version of ourselves doesn't mean it's going to be fun it does mean though that the better the, the more we do it the easier it gets I think and the quicker it is um, and I think the times we're in right now mean that it's it's a quicker process as well than it used to be well compared to when I started all of this 30 years ago or whenever that was hmm. um, it, it feels like the shifts can happen so much faster now which is awesome and you mentioned gratitude before as well to me gratitude is a single most important um, ingredient in alchemizing something that's really uncomfortable into something that turns out to be really useful. Mm. Um, like I find now, like I've made practice, uh, active practice of gratitude for 20 years. And I now know that if I'm going through something unpleasant right now, I'm going to be really, really grateful for this down the track because it means I will have stepped into a way of being that wasn't available to me before mm. so I can already practice gratitude because I know I'm going to end up somewhere nicer better more comfortable more pleasant more joyful than what I currently am um, even although right now it feels really unpleasant so um, I think if I could give anybody an unsolicited piece of advice it would be just practice gratitude like mm. it's it's so simple and it's so so profound I think it has I think um the art of practicing gratitude though needs a lot of work because I think there are people out there who tell you to write lists of everything you can be grateful for in the day and you know those kind of things work on a surface level but to be grateful for something you have to get really grateful for the things that you didn't like like you said you know you have to get grateful that you chose these traumas to experience through so you could grow and evolve as a soul. You have to be grateful for those narcissistic beings that came in, they put their hands to play that narcissistic being in your lifetime. Like how fucking awful is that as a job, right? To put up mm, your hands indeed, and say, yeah. I'm going to play the narcissist. And they did it so graciously to help mm -hmm. you evolve. Yeah, I find a lot of people get stuck in that pointing and blame culture mm -hmm. without taking self-responsibility like I always mm -hmm. say the people that triggered me most profoundly were my carers and, and the narcissistic beings that triggered me in relationships if they didn't do that I wouldn't have been able to go on this journey of deep um healing and you know I'll never say that I'm fully healed through everything because you can't be you know in this lifetime mm -hmm impossible we've all got work to do but gratitude has to be about being grateful for everything not just like a ticking journaling writing down exercise you have to actually feel it and if you're still yes. doing it 
and forcing it yet not feeling it because you're getting angry and you're not processing emotions you're you're creating um resistance right and and things aren't going to move mm -hmm. so i think you have to start where you're at always right if you're grateful mm -hmm. for the fact that you have food on the table you have a nice warm bed then you start there and then it expands yeah but i think yeah. people are doing the art of gratitude all wrong mm. I um I started doing a gratitude journal so it was twenty years ago and I did it for about a year and I started out um saying I am grateful for and then bullet points you know hot water in the shower food on the table and somebody who cares about me um and that didn't work but I found that if I actually wrote out I am grateful for I am grateful for I am grateful for it's it became a much more profound practice because. I was actually reinforcing with my writing the I am grateful for, I am grateful for by writing it. Like that's how I learned. So that's my how my brain rewired. And like you said, the more I wrote I was grateful for, like I could actually feel the gratitude. Like you're not doing gratitude right if you've got tears in your eyes just with feeling so blessed with everything that you've got. Um, you know, like some people think it's a very intellectual exercise. It isn't. Like you said, you've got to actually feel it in your body and and it's – it's juicy like it's you know like I said tears in your eyes um so I think there's there's two levels to gratitude and I won't claim to have gratitude tears every day but I know that it's not hard to get to and having I think sometimes doing a practice actually helps and open up the pathways and the awareness the beautiful thing about gratitude is the more grateful you are the more you will have to be grateful for you know, like you see more things to be grateful for. And I just think that's so magical. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Absolutely. Mm. And one of the things that, um, you know, I think more people should focus on is a lot of people focus on their triggers, but then they don't focus on what I call glimmers, you know, the things that yes. come in and, and, you know, just looking out my window now, I can see a blue sky, trees and sunshine. And that makes me really happy because I can feel the warmth from the sun. You know, and mm. those are glimmers to me. It's not like, oh, I just want a client and and they pay me some money. That that's part of what I do. It's not part of who I am. And mm, I that's right. To yeah. keep your perception open on all the levels to really embody these glimmers because the more that you can tap into that, the the less time you'll need to work on your triggers because they will just dissolve naturally. And I think that's what you mentioned before about the fact that you you're now able to transmute this energy quickly. And that's mm. right. Why? Because you've been doing the work for such a long time. So, yeah, isn't it? And people always look at me with three heads when I say I, I perform instant um, transformation because I'm a living, breathing example of it. Right. And I think uh, a lot of people in the, in our industry, in the spiritual niche, they, they like to um, wear this badge of pain and badge of honor almost. That, oh, it, it's got to be difficult. It's got to be hard all the time. But actually, it, it doesn't. It gets to be effortless That's if right. you just buy into the fact that it's effortless, right? It's a, it's a shift, yes. isn't it? <laughs> it can be really complex and hard if you want it to be. But if you actually just – I think there's a um, – this could be triggering, so trigger warning – I think there's a real comfort in being a victim sometimes yeah. because it means that ultimately you're not responsible for where you're at and where you're going and what's happening to you. But yeah. that is also super disempowering. So if you really want to 
be at cause in your life and create a life that you actually enjoy living, then you need to step out of the victimhood and understand that the story, like you were saying before, your story is something that happened to you, but it is not who you are. Like those are the healing opportunities that the universe has gifted you so that you can go, that's actually not me. That's not in alignment with me. And if that's not me and that's not in alignment with me, what is? And then you can step closer to something that feels more in alignment. Mm -hmm. And you know you're more in alignment because you feel lighter in your body, right? Like your body literally will emit more light if you are in alignment with your soul. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, life has more flavor and it's, it's you know the colors are like it's like staying in victimhood which i think a lot of people have done for a very long time and it's almost like a cultural thing mm. you know like if somebody's got to do something about it but that somebody isn't me well if it's if it's my life then there's nobody else that i a would want to entrust with it but b that can actually literally do something about it you know like i'm the only person who can change my life because it's up to my behaviors and how I show up in the world and that's going to determine what my life turns out to be mm -hmm. so um, victimhood is only comfortable for so long um, and I guess a lot of people are comfortable with feeling uncomfortable mm. um, and change can be scary but you know if you want a life that you enjoy living then you need to step out of victimhood mm. and gratitude is one of the ways you can do that and there are many many ways but gratitude is one of them and I think everybody needs to go on this deep, deep state of forgiveness, right? Because many of our carers came into the world when the the world was a much denser place energetically, and we didn't mm. have access to as many resources. And yeah, they might have tried harder. You know, I always think if I, the way that I turned my life around, I would have hoped my mom did the same, but they didn't have the same access to things and support systems and and it wasn't open. So you have to get to a deep stage of forgiveness for the fact that they were doing the best they could, even though maybe it wasn't as good for you. And also, mm. you also have to accept that you put up your hand. <laughs> when you came into this body and said, yeah, I want that experience. So you literally opted in, right? For every experience yeah. you had, it's not coincidence. So like right. to blame someone else for that, like you said, is very disempowering. And I always say, like, if you point your finger at someone, you've always got three pointing back. So be careful with that. Yeah. <laughs> get yeah. you a lot of hot water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. um I think forgiveness is really key. And also my team is saying forgiveness for yourself as well, because I think um we generally mm. give ourselves a harder time about things yes and if you can just I would say to my audience and my clients that if you can just accept that everything is happening for me and I am perfect then you're always going to be attracting things that are happening for you um and mm. not to say you know there's there's moments where you don't have to do the work and you have to dig deeper on those triggers because we all have them but mm you're always expecting the best and that's 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 what we need right we need to just yeah be the best in every single situation that you have even in even if and even when it feels stingy at times yeah one of the reframes that really helped me is 
you know how people say, oh, it's school and you got to learn your lessons and all that sort of thing. For me, what really worked was going, actually, no, my being already is and has and shines in every way possible. Like I already, like you said, I already am perfect as a being. But then dropping into a human human body and having a human being experience there's like this forgetfulness that happens mm. you know like if you remember that you were a perfect being when you dropped in here human life will be rather dif- different from what it currently is and that seems to have be purpose defeating apparently but if you can come from it from a point of view of i'm already everything i need to be and already have everything i need to have what's coming along is not a lesson what's coming along is an opportunity to remember who i truly am and who I truly am at the core is just love, right? It's simple. So, you know, if everything that comes along is just a reminder to myself to step into a bigger version, a bigger heart, more love, then that takes the pressure off, mm. you know. And I think self-forgiveness can be um, tied into that because, you know, well, I guess you know if you're not doing the very best you can under the circumstances and then you can beat yourself up for that. But if you know that you've done your best in any particular circumstance with the tools that you had, and sometimes the tools are highly inadequate, then, you know, like you showed up as a human being and being a human being is flawed and difficult and challenging sometimes. But that's just a part of life and we need to accept that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we're not worthy. That doesn't mean that we're not, you know, that we can't take up space here. That doesn't mean that we you know, need to prove anything because we already, we already are that, that, that our hearts know we are. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And the thing that my team wanted to talk about what you um, said was inadequate tools, because a lot of what we've been given up to this day, like healing modalities and tools and even meditation on certain levels has been really inadequate. And I think this year especially as we're evolving into cosmic beings which is obviously the name of mm. our podcast right um we need to step up on those tools and i feel like we're on this podcast speaking to these beings these beautiful beings that are all coming through that are creating the new pathways and the new tools for these people and we need to almost let go of these old identities these old healing modalities that aren't giving the results. And that's another way you have to call yourself out, right? Is what I'm doing right now working for me? Am I feeling mm. good, grounded? And am I seeing with my eyes everything I want to see? If not, how can I change it? What can I do? Mm. You know, yeah. taking full responsibility. Because there's always something that you can do. Always. Yes. Yeah. That's the nature of 3D reality that we're still in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, in, in full control as well my team was saying I think a lot of times uh, people blame the system or blame the matrix or you know whatever they want to call it forgetting that every single life choice they've made up to this point has brought them to where they are right now and it's about t- taking responsibility but also having better choices with things because you have to accept that every, where you are right now that's beautiful. That's because of you. But if it's not, that's because of you. Nobody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. 
And that can be really triggering. That can be triggering a spark for some people because I hear it all the time. Oh, well, you haven't gone through this and you haven't gone through that. And I'm like, actually, I have. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just don't talk about it now so much because that's not where I am at in my life. You know, I've been through child abuse, childhood trauma, um, relationship abuse, money abuse, drug abuse, alcohol abuse. You know, I'm like it. I'm like one of those tick lists where you can tick everything off. You know, I'm a walking tick list. My team is saying, thanks, team. Um, <laughs> I'm a walking case study now, they're saying. Um, but the truth is, I always knew that I was going to move through it all eventually. I didn't know how and I didn't know when. I just knew that everything was going to be okay. The, the way that I phrase that to myself, I really recognize what you're saying is that I think I kind of jumped in and I decided it was going to go as deep down as I could possibly go, like really early on in the piece. And then the, the challenge for the rest of my life was to keep, you know, clearing those layers of forgetfulness mm -hmm. and keep raising in frequency, um, which is essentially what, what you said. It's just a different way, different way of saying it. And I think I said, okay, I'm going to get this stuff out of the way really early so that, you know, at least the second half of my life can be can be enjoyable and bright and light and, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful to my younger self for having taken that challenge and having got to that point where she said, no, I'm not going to play out all these patterns that I've been taught, that I've, I've, I thought I'd been taught were true, you know, because clearly – following these patterns and following these rules isn't working for me you know like again I ended up in an abusive relationship as well and it was like well okay so I need to actually wake up for myself what works and what doesn't mm -hmm. and let go of the stuff that doesn't work and stick with the stuff that works and like you said that's a that's an ongoing thing but the layers get less and less dense and it gets easier and more enjoyable and you have the rewards of actually feeling better in yourself and feeling better in your life and your body and your relationships and your work mm. um so that's that's where the gold is and i think that's where people like you and i have have put our hands up at this point and said okay i'm gonna you know do those hard yards right in the beginning because i think the new people that are coming through now the younger people they're starting they're starting in a less dense environment and you know they don't have to go through well a lot of them do I'm sure but it's like the the opportunity to turn your life around is now so much so much more readily available and there's so much more there's so many more tools and resources out there and they're all useful at some stage or other you know like I find that a lot of the time you might have one tool that really works for you and then like you're saying um it's like, okay, well, that doesn't seem to quite work anymore. What's next? You know, what's my next step here? What's my next priority? And I personally find that, you know, if I don't go looking for change, change will come looking for me, and that's usually far more unpleasant. So I um, tend to be on the front foot and go, okay, so right now where does the universe, where's, what are the little hints that the universe is giving me? Where are the little feather touches that go go this way you know rather than waiting for the boulders to hit me um mm. and give me no choice but heading in the direction that the universe wants me to go in um so if i can be proactive and and search out you know be really tuned into what is it that the universe wants me to do now then you know it is a lot more pleasant it is a more it is much more fun um yeah those boulders hurt when they when they hit you 
Like, <laughs> you know, and you go, okay, well, I'm not doing this anymore because I'm going to be flattened if I do, basically. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And I think we've all experienced that in our lives. You know, if you're not making the changes and you're not fully surrendering and serving your highest timeline, the universe would just come in and burn the fuck everything around you. <laughs> and that's really jarring, right? You, I remember so many times being sat like in a, in a nothingness thinking, oh my God, I've lost everything. I've lost everyone. You know, I've got nothing to my name. It's just me. And then I realized looking back that actually those are my moments where I was so grateful for because I got to start again. Mm. I got to build back up. I got to reinvent who I really was and who I wanted to become. Uh, they did me a massive favor because all of the people they've ever removed from my life were pretty toxic on one way or another. I was just allowing and I didn't have boundaries. And so you mm. learn all these beautiful lessons sometimes um, in stingy ways. But to be grateful for the stingy ways takes a lot of practice, right? <laughs> it does, yeah. And you know, I'm sure I'm sure you now know too that um well I can reinvent myself. I don't have to keep doing what I've always been doing and you know going back from scratch and go, okay, so what 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 really suits me, what what's in alignment with my soul right now, uh, is a good practice. You know, don't wait till you know it hits the fan. Just just kind of go when those little hints come. Okay, well. Are you telling me right now that I need to change? Like, I'll give you an example. Like, I'm a chiropractor in in um in my other other life, and about eighteen months ago, so I had a moment of, you know, I've I've got my husband, and I've got our own business, and do I really want to be doing this anymore? You know, do I really want to be a chiropractor in the way I'm going to be a chiropractor? And I thought the universe was telling me to, you know, do something completely different. But then I sat down and thought, well, what are the choices I have in terms of being a chiropractor? Um, and I wrote down the choices. And then once I realized I had choice, I was perfectly fine with keeping doing what I was doing. So it's not necessarily even changing drastically what you do. It's actually about changing your mindset around it. Mm. Um, and then I went ahead and published my second book. So I'm sure that that restlessness and that discomfort was the universe going, okay, now there's that second book you said you were going to write. Can you get on with it, you know? Mm. Um, and so that's how that how that panned out. I'm perfectly happy being a chiropractor again, you know? So, um, but it was listening to that, wh what's this restlessness, what's this discomfort in my body right now mean? You know, like wh why am I not feeling in alignment with my life, my soul anymore? And then there was this next step. And even although on the outside, nothing much has changed. On the inside, everything is different. Mm. Yeah, that's powerful. And <clears throat> the art of being still and asking questions for yourself is everything, right? We, we are very pro on becoming your own guru. I don't believe that anyone can give you all the answers that you need to oh. ever find out for your whole life. You need to be able to tap into that wisdom yourself. And mm. I love that example of just holding everything lightly as well. My team was saying, you know, because we we work on infinite possibilities, right? We've got mm. infinite timelines that we can instantly shift to. Some of those ones are a bit denser than others. Some are really light. And one of them is your own divine, unique timeline where everything's effortless. Even the 
the stingy stuff is effortless because you know it's gonna like you said before at the beginning um you know it's gonna bring something greater on on the mm-hmm. level of embodiment and also alchemizing something um and give you sometimes a reward at the end you know you get a reward when you've done the work right it's it's, it's mm. yeah um mm. and i love that how you've changed the inside to make the outside more in alignment and and that is literally everything isn't it that is everything that you could want to achieve from life and i think sometimes people get a bit distracted by these um 3d manifestations you know money houses car you know all the things that people put um almost as a measure on for success but Mm. my, my biggest measure for success is is this fulfilling to me and is this expanding my heart and if it's not I don't do it or if I did do it and it felt awful I don't do it again next time I'm like right no fuck that not doing that felt horrible gonna change that right away (laughs) that's exactly yeah 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 exactly like I think (laughs) that I don't know James Packer has been known to say that the person who who dies with the most toys wins and to me that's the absolute antithesis to where we as a humanity actually need to go Mm. you know like what good are all those toys like what are the things you can take with you you can take with you peace you can take with you love you can take with you gratitude you can take with you beauty you can take with you understanding and compassion and caring and kindness and all those they're like little beautiful jewels that you can take with you once you leave this body Mm. you know you can't Mm. take with you your car and your house and your third wife or whatever you do you know like it makes no sense and I I guess you know the reason why we're being distracted away from gratitude is because if you truly practice gratitude you don't need a whole lot you know and all of a sudden the whole system collapses because people who are in gratitude aren't in lack so they don't need to keep consuming in the same way so it's really set up to keep us in that hamster wheel Mm. um so that so that will keep you know staying unconscious but the moment you go actually I am so blessed. I've got so many things and I'm so grateful for them. That's the moment you step out of that matrix that you talked about before, you know, like you can be in the world, but not off the world. Mm. And, you know, like the, the, the beings who are doing the work and who are seeing what's going on outside for what it is and who can still, even with all that chaos and all the disruption and all the wars and everything that goes on there, still carry peace in their heart. Mm. Like that's that's the that's the challenge and that's the gift and that's also the power that we as individuals have. Mm. You know, we can see what's going on around us and go, I'm not playing in that. I'm still gonna do peace, I'm still gonna do kindness, I'm still going to do compassion, I'm still going to do abundance, even if I'm not a millionaire. Like I'm still going to choose to show up in the world in a way that you know, is lighter than what's going on around me and what I'm trying to be distracted with. Mm. And that's where the power lies as us and individuals and also us on the grid of light workers around the world. You know, like just a little light there and a little light there and a little light there. And light will absolutely win because it, you know, there's just so many people out there doing it now. And it's so mm. cool. <laughs> I agree so much and and the weird thing is when you release all expectation on anyone or anything or on the material world the crazy thing is is you attract way more than you need always yes yes <laughs> like, absolutely oh God, I don't need it what am I going to do all this abundance I don't need it oh okay don't worry I'll find a way of, of and 
invested in others you know and I find that as mm. I've grown and I've released the need for having anything more I've received like way more and it means yes. that now you can have better choices you can hire people you can change people's lives in hiring people to do work that you used to do it can free up your time so tapping into abundance only happens when you're grateful for what you have right now and oh so true yeah people people forget that and also be yeah yeah, also being a good steward of resources as well you know I think um there's a lot of successful wealthy people and we've had quite a few people on this podcast who are like extreme wealth you know they were born into extreme wealth and they admitted to me that um they had addictions around shopping so you know you can have a lot of something a lot of wealth and still have money issues (laughs) <laughs> yeah for sure yeah people, yeah like, people oh. find that such a crazy concept but just because you've got more of something doesn't mean to say you're comfortable with the energy of it so get comfortable with what you have right now <laughs> well that's the difference between abundance and and rich isn't it like you can be abundant with a lot less than you can be rich with but you can have a lot of money and still not be abundant mm. yeah like I guess it's back to are you looking to the outside for that sense of fulfillment? Because if you are, you look in the wrong place. Mm. You know, you can be abundant. Abundance is something you carry in your heart. You can be abundant just walking down, like you were saying before, walking down and admiring a beautiful tree that's, you know, like in, even in the middle of winter, it's so beautiful. That's that's a source of abundance. Um, richness, lots of, you know, zeros and a number in a bank account isn't going to give you beauty if you don't actually take a time to appreciate what's actually already there. Mm. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, so you, true. You've got to open your eyes because, you know, when you go out in nature, nature is so abundant. It doesn't compete. Mm. It has everything it needs. And I I have so many photos of trees. Whenever I see trees, <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, I love them. I've got children, they're six and eight, and they just go up to trees and hug them like it's the most normal thing in the world, you know, and just yes. think, um, I just think we are creating such a beautiful world. And um, yes. I'm really, really excited that it's happening. It's actually finally happening in this lifetime. And I think 2024 is going to be such a beautiful transformational year. Yes. If you're willing yes. to step in and surrender and be of service as well my team say because I think a lot of people expect 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 they ask they ask they ask but they don't give and we have to work on an energy of reciprocity I can never say that word Mm. correct it but of giving of taking of being in balance and in equilibrium because we are here to be part of the world not take from it all the time and I think people forget that, that you and your environment and how you give and receive everything and anything, even a compliment, you know, it is, mm-hmm. is everything. It, 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 everything matters. Like how you do one thing is how you do everything, right? And so if you're, yeah. if you're not receiving abundance, it's probably because you can't receive a compliment with gracious thanks. You know, mm-hmm. Whenever I give a compliment to my children, they're six and eight, they're babies. They always say, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're clearly raising them to be very self-confident young people. That's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, you know, they still have layers to work through because they've had trauma yeah, you know, in past lives. And yeah. 
other timelines. But yeah, whenever I say, oh, you're so beautiful. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> or or yeah. my six year old will say, oh, my God, mommy, I'm looking so cute today, aren't I? <laughs> but um yeah it's all about perception so where can people find more about you iris and what you do if they want to stalk you <laughs> you feel free to stalk me i have a website it's just www.irisangelis.com so i-r-i-s-a-n-g-e-l-l-y-s.com um i'm also on facebook and I've just started Instagram, so I've resisted that for many years, but people tell me Instagram's the place to be. So now I'm also on Instagram. It's always Iris Angelis. And um, if you check out my YouTube channel, which is also Iris Angelis, I have a ton of different material there, different meditations, podcasts, things like that, um, that I hope you will really enjoy. Um, I went back to doing one of my own meditations recently. I was like, this is amazing. What an incredible journey I was just on. So I'm really happy with all the content that I have um, been, been able to offer people on, um, on YouTube. Yeah. I love that, that you went back to one of your own yeah. tools. So it's so important, isn't it, to lead with integrity. Um, yes. Use your own tools in day-to-day -to -day life and your own methods is, I think everything. I think a lot of people are aligned to that, but I love that you do that. So important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, like you said before, like unless unless we are in alignment and in integrity, it's just not going to flow. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's just like because we're giving we're then giving mixed signals to the universe. Like you were saying about trying to manifest, trying to manifest. It's like that we've got the sequence wrong, you know, like I want to have this or I want to be that, you know, thing out there that I can see in the world and I'm asking for it. But then you have to actually become the person who has that or is this, mm -hmm. right? So you can't be yourself and step into that new energy unless you've actually done the transition to be in that energy. Mm -hmm. You're not currently holding it because you're not congruent with it. So you can't just sit back on your work. Okay, so provide. You know, that's only going to happen if you, like I said, do the work and become the person who can carry that energy with ease and grace, and then it will just flow. Mm -hmm. I think that's the part that's missing out of the secret. You know, like it works yeah. really well for some people because they're already congruent, but for those who aren't, they're like, well, I'm asking, asking is not showing up. It's because, well, you actually need to then step into the person who has manifested this and how are they moving in the world look at somebody who has it how how are they acting how are they speaking who are they talking to what, who are they hanging out with what tools are they using you don't need to reinvent the wheel like there are enough of us out here who can offer you the three easy steps to get to there you do need to take the steps mind you but you don't need to work out what the steps are because there's there's people who can guide you with that and whoever it is that you're looking at and like they've got what i want they will be able to to role model for you how that goes but you know do the work <laughs> oh yeah always you have to do whatever the work you need to do that's so beautiful we um we love having you on here thank you so much for being with us what we'll do iris is we will um put your link to your websites and wherever you want so the viewers and the readers can um, find you easily 
And um, I'm going to thank the readers and listeners. Now, are there any other messages that you want to share before we start recording? Um, I will just say in alignment with the title of my book and my course, um, love and appreciate your body. It's this beautiful, intelligent, little creature, animal being that wants to have a beautiful lifetime with you, that wants to go on adventures with you, that loves you. Um, don't live your life as if it isn't there. Listen to it and your life will literally open to many more dimensions. That's That's a really precious message to me because I see a lot of people not living in their bodies to sort of live from from here up like from from the head up and they literally don't feel the rest of their bodies mm. and that just that just breaks my heart because the the body your body is like your pet right it's like a it's like a dog or a horse you know they want to be your friend they want to be with you so really be kind and caring and nurturing to your body listen to what it has to say and your life will change in ways that you can't predict at the moment in good ways Mm. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. So beautiful. So we'll share your links in the podcast series. And um, thank you for being here with us. We appreciate you. Oh, thank you so much. It's so beautiful to connect with you. Yeah, definitely. We'll, um, we'll start recording then. We'll have a little chat if you've got five minutes. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. Thanks, guys.